Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Straight from your waking nightmare, it's the Morning After podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, the Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With a large selection of cars, SUVs, crossovers, and trucks, and payments as low as $250 a month, Rob and his crew have exactly what you need. And with one of Idaho's largest Subaru service centers, Rob and his crew have got you taken care of with express oil changes in under 45 minutes guaranteed, or it's free. And now, Nick and Big J. We are here, everybody. Welcome to the Morning After with Nick and Big J. It is the 8th day of June, 2022. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yeah. And we are ready to go for a Wednesday show. We have an opportunity for you to go check out some Slipknot action happening this weekend at the Ford Idaho Center Arena. The Knotfest Roadshow hits town on Saturday. And we are ready to go for it. Hopefully you are as well. You still have a couple of chances to qualify for that awesome VIP package that we're going to be giving away manana. So you still have a few more chances to get through. But tickets are guaranteed, which is always nice. That's the important thing, getting through the door, right, Big J? Right, yeah. And experiencing Slipknot, who have not been in town in seven years, Big J. I remember because it was our, uh, our well, I take that back. Yeah, wait, hang on. 20th anniversary? Yeah, our 20th yeah. anniversary show. Yeah, with the uh, Bear Tooth. Right. And Suicidal Tendencies. Yep. But uh, that's the last time they came through town. And I want to say it had to be seven years ago, right? Yeah. Which is insane. Why does that seem so long ago to me? It does. It, it is long. But, hey, did how was the New Kids last night? I did not go. I did not realize Rick Ashley was opening up. And uh, in Vogue. I'm not sure how you didn't realize that. I, I Well, because I never gave it a second thought when I heard it was announced. Oh, okay. But uh, that would have been worth the trip. It was the same see, reason. To as... see a Rick roll live. <laughs> uh, it's not the same when you know it's coming, though. Uh, to be fair, it's not a true Rick roll <laughs> unless it catches you off guard. And if Rick Astley isn't performing, you better believe you're going to hear that song. The only song that yeah. he ever had was a hit. But uh, if you remember, that was the reason that Tiffany stopped by our studios last year, or a couple years ago, is she was opening up for New Kids on the Block as well. Oh, that's right. And they have this mixtape tour that they bring in, like, all these, you know, bands and features from the 80s and stuff like that, and, or, and in this case, some of the, in the 90s, because I think In Vogue rolls into the 90s. Agree or disagree, Oh, yeah, for sure. So there's that. But it sounded like it was a good time for everybody in our age bracket, at least. Yeah, it looked like a lot of fun. Where did you land in the New Kids on the Block camp? Because oh, that no. was strictly a middle school thing for you and I. That was not something I was into. Okay, you were you were out of that particular. But did you uh, were the girls obsessed with it in your middle school? Do you remember? Uh, probably. I remember my my middle school girlfriend. Her name Kristen May. She was the principal's daughter, which was a bad choice ooh, on my ooh. part. But uh, she was obsessed with New Kids on the Block, and. Which one was the non-attractive one? That was her favorite, so I knew I was in good All shape. All of them? <laughs> That's not true. There, Joey uh, Joey was the, the baby. I see, I can't Maybe Daniel? I, maybe Danny? I'll be honest. I get new kids mixed up with NSYNC all the How? time. They're I, literally two decades apart. I don't know. I don't know. It's all boy band stuff to me. Weird. Uh, and then where does Backstreet Boys come into the see, equation? See, I didn't even... That was like, aren't they part of the new kids? I don't know. No. 
You, I can understand getting Backstreet Boys and NSYNC confused because they came up at the same time, but New Kids on the Block are, are literally our with, childhood. What's up with 98 Degrees? Uh, 98 Degrees is also in that NSYNC Backstreet Boys kind of era, but never the level of success, uh, despite the success of Nick Lachey okay. in later years. Uh, we will have more boy band knowledge coming up over the course of the show today. Big J has promised to spill some secrets. That's happening at uh, 6.50, so you can tune in for that. Plus, we have an opportunity for you to win some money at 7.30 with the X-Rock Double Dare. But let's begin with some music. Offspring, kicking things off here this morning on the X-Rocks. Nick and Big J. Let me take you back a little bit, Big J. Maybe when you were a kid running around big old lollipop in your hand. Maybe your parents took you to the job fair. You understand? Grab some cotton candy, ride some rides, have yourself a good old time. No, not to the job fair? Huh? Sure, yeah. Ride the Tilt-A-Whirl? No, 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 no. Those are different. It's a different uh, type of There are no rides at the job fair? No, generally. Except the ride of emotion. And that's kind of ride yeah, you get by, right? Yeah, I love that roller coaster. You're not a fan of the actual roller coasters, but get on that emotional ride, baby. Higher highs and lower lows. Well, then there may not be any rides like I originally thought. Is there at least cotton candy and snacks? No. Why do people go to job Unless fairs? it's like Tate's Rents, and they're like, here's our <laughs> cotton candy machine. Well, if you are looking for a job, there is a job fair happening today and it's a big one it's the state of idaho big j they are looking for a ton of new employees wide range of positions here in the treasure valley uh there are more than 200 jobs available for the state of idaho in the treasure valley alone and uh for those of you that aren't aware uh working for the state of idaho uh has its benefits uh, mostly because the health care is fantastic and the insurance are really, really good. So if you're looking for a job that uh, can have you work full-time and get some really good benefits, then maybe this is something for you. It's their first job fair in a very long time, courtesy of the pandemic. But it's happening today, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the State of Idaho Chinden Campus there at 11321 West Chinden Boulevard in Boise. It's right in front of building number two, directly by the main entrance at Chinden Boulevard. And you can go there. On-site interviews will be available for some positions. Bring your resume to help you apply. Uh, they're looking for administrative, technical, medical, law enforcement, specialized trades, all sorts of stuff. So, if you're looking for a job or thinking about a change in career, this could be your opportunity. Uh, job fairs are actually a really good place to make connections, network, uh, find a job that maybe you're looking for, and at the very least, uh, practice makes perfect. I always say, Big J, never pass up an interview. Agree or disagree? Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, because it can only help. Uh, down the road at least a little bit and see what happens there and i wish you everybody the best of luck if you're gonna go check out the job fair today you might need it big j uh walmart's getting into the nfl i hope you're okay with that dun 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 a group led by heirs to the walmart fortune have won the bidding they will purchase the nfl's denver broncos for a reported 4.65 billion dollars that is the most ever for a sports franchise anywhere in the world 
The Broncos announced the deal late last night that they had entered a sale agreement with the Walton Penner ownership group that's led by Rod Walton, his daughter Carrie Walton Penner, and her husband Greg Penner. The Pat Bowen Trust put the Broncos up for sale after the Hall of Famer's children could not agree on a successor to their father, who died in 2019. The power struggle led the team to be sold, and now they can fight over who gets all $4.65 billion, I suppose, as the Bolins become uh, billionaires in the process of it. And and uh, Walmart just becomes a little bit less rich. Big J is what it boils down to. But Boy. I'm guessing everybody is going to be just fine. Agree or disagree? I don't know. We'll see. What do you think? What do you mean? Well, just, you know, it's not easy to run a football team. Sure. A professional football team. But, I mean, uh, outside of Daniel Snyder, can you think of anybody that's really uh, crapped the bed at it? Uh, I mean, the NFL pretty much runs itself at this point. No, offhand, no. Yeah. I mean, I think they're going to be okay. Plus, you know, they, they've uh, they've turned Walmart into uh, uh, something that at least a couple people have heard yeah, of. Well, they're going to start importing players from uh, China? Uh, yeah, you probably never know. I mean, it's about time. According to the Hollywood Reporter, Big J, we are going to have a sequel to The Joker. Todd Phillips shared the cover page to his Instagram on Tuesday. The working title, Joker, Folie Adieu. Phillips also shared a photo of Joaquin means? Felix. That that basically means uh, joked uh, second part. You know, remember how they called it Hot Shots Part Deux? Oh, yeah, that? yeah. Uh, he's uh, leaning into the cinematic stuff behind it, I'm guessing. Uh, but uh, he shared a photo of Joaquin Phoenix reading the script, and they're both signed on to do it. Um, again, a Joker is a movie that I enjoyed. It is not a movie that I uh, have any interest in seeing again. Well, I thought it was a very good it's, movie. It's, it's just so hard dark, man, to watch. It's difficult to. And I'll tell you what, I found myself in that same situation when I was trying to watch the latest Batman. Like I enjoyed that as well, but it's not a fun movie to watch, and I did not enjoy watching it a second time. I was like, all right, I've been there, done that. I enjoyed it. It's fine, but it's not something I have any interest in. I, I, I haven't watched Batman again yet but I, I want to at least once just to see if I miss something. But if you've watched the Joker movie more than three times, you're a psycho. Yeah. And and also, like, it, it's, a psycho. it's a fairly contained story that I really worry about what they're going to do with further adventures of this character. Because yeah, I again, can't imagine it. It's a very different take on any kind of comic book side of things, and it, it, it's all set in a whole different universe and a whole different timeline of the Batman thing. So, I mean, it's all really really weird but of course the movie made over a billion dollars at the box office so yeah they're gonna go back to that well will it be any good the second time around i don't know i mean how can it get i guess it's gonna get darker maybe wouldn't that be fun and then they try to pretend like yeah that was always part of the plan yeah i don't know morning after with nick and big j there's your important stuff Smashing Pumpkins 1979 here on the morning after with nick and big j well my friend it was nice knowing you i've had a good run what the and hell? I wish you the best because according to a new study, uh, I'm not doing myself any favors by not drinking coffee in the morning. Uh, I know I am the only one here in the mornings that just drinks water, but I've never... I, we were talking about this when we had the Zero Dark Thirty gentleman in on Monday. I love the smell of coffee. Like this yeah, fresh ground coffee it smells amazing to me but you put that in hot water and put it in a cup and i think it, it just doesn't taste good to me i can't help it i have yet to find coffee that i enjoy that that i, I imagine again i would probably enjoy that things that taste more like a milkshake than it does actually coffee but I, I don't need that in my life i already have enough bad things going on that i put into my body i don't need to have that additional kind of thing so i've just you know 
pretty much painted myself as not a coffee drinker, and I've lived with that. And uh, you enjoy giving me grief about it, but that's okay. I can I, I can handle that. I don't know how much grief I give you. Oh, man, all the time. You're leaving uh, pro coffee stuff on my desk. It's a little bit weird, but nonetheless, <laughs> there is a new study out that says that if you are a coffee drinker in the morning, then guess what? You're going to live a little bit longer than those people that don't drink coffee in the yeah, morning. Suck it. That? Suck it, tea drinkers. Uh, it was examined that the coffee consumption habits of almost 171,000 people over a period of seven years, and they built on previous research that suggested that coffee drinkers live longer. And in the new investigation, uh, they found out that, uh, that it's true, even for people who put sugar in their daily coffee, that people who drink unsweetened coffee were 16 to 21% less likely to die during the study than non-coffee drinkers. Now, they can't explain it. They're not saying, like, coffee is a key to, you know, living longer. But they do find it interesting that those who drink coffee live longer than those who don't. Uh, I wonder what the actual, like, you know, I I'm guessing, especially in America, that most people drink coffee in the morning. Agree or disagree? Yeah, I would probably guess yeah. that as well. I, I think those of us that don't drink coffee for whatever reason are fairly in the minority in a pretty big way. Uh, and uh, and that's okay. But uh, I, I, so I just wonder if it's like a numbers thing or what. But it is good to know that I've got seven less years than you do, Big J. So I imagine I'm checking out here anytime. So just in case, I wanted to make sure I gave you a proper goodbye. And, uh, and it may, my last words have something to do with coffee just in case. We need something in that particular world, all right? Okay. Uh, in the meantime, tell everybody how you take your coffee. Black. There you go. And have you tried the Zero Dark Thirty stuff that you dropped uh, off? No, I had to order. Uh, I, I forgot because, uh, you know, I have a Keurig at home, and uh, there's a special um, implement that you use to use ground coffee. Yeah. Regular ground coffee. And uh, I, I thought I had that, but that was for the old Keurig I had. So I, I ordered a new one. It'll be here tomorrow when I, I can it. try it. Because I was it. like, God, it smells so it good. Did, it did smell really, really good. Again, as somebody who doesn't drink coffee, I smelled it. I was like, that smells delicious. Hopefully it is good, and hopefully you drink a bit. Now, they do again say that just like anything, there is certainly too much coffee that you can drink in the morning, and there is a line that you can cross. So they want to make sure you're in that two to three cup maximum range. Anything more than that, you're not doing yourself any favors, but uh, could be good news for you if you are able to, you know, I guess limit your coffee intake like that. Are you in that area, or are you living more? Yeah, you got to mix in some water. Yep, absolutely. Uh, I get a little shaky. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want that. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Up next, Big J will give you a movie review from Streaming Dumbass yesterday. It's coming up on the X-Rocks. <laughs> yesterday, right around this time, you guys selected a movie to watch and review for Big J as he did another installment of Streaming Dumbass. This movie that you selected, and there were a ton of votes, Secrets of Dumbledore, Big J, the continued saga of the Harry Potter wizarding world. Uh, I believe it's uh, kind of a follow-up to Fantastic Beasts and where you find them. And so we ask you, is this the second movie in the installment or the third? Yeah, I think it's the second one. Okay. It's the second one. and uh, You did not see the first, correct? No, I didn't see the first. So and were you just lost? Yes. <laughs> because, you know, there there are some semblances, obviously, to the Harry Potter world. Obviously, it's the same universe. And so you've got some of the similar things going on and some similar names and even a couple characters here or there. But, you know, ultimately, it's, it's far removed from that. And the one thing you can count on when 
when you're gonna watch this movie is is it looks great. It's great special effects, cinematography, everything. It looks gorgeous. Uh, it's a little dark for my taste, but you know that's the the whole spiel, the world that we're living in here with this uh, Fantastic Beast thing. Uh, so that's what you got. You got a great cast. Eddie Redmayne uh, does a great job as Newt, and Mad Mickelson stepping in for Johnny Depp because this was Johnny Depp's character uh, right. in the first movie, and uh, obviously it didn't work out this time around because of that whole uh, trial situation thing that he had going on. So uh, you got Mad stepping in as uh, Grindelwald and Jude Law. I love Jude Law. I don't know why. I just always have everything he's in. I just I just like enjoy Jude Jude Law, and he plays uh, Dumbledore here, uh, Albus Dumbledore. So you've got that casting, but yeah, I was pretty lost as far as what the hell was going on here. And I guess there's kind of a, a couple factions in the magic world. Uh, one of them really hates the Muggles. Sure, us Muggles are just you know the worst things ever. We 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 are like insects to them, uh, and the other folks are, are trying to keep us uh, from uh, being destroyed. So uh, it starts out. It's pretty sad uh, because there's like this one of the Fantastic Beasts that helps choose a leader uh, is is stricken down, and it has. Be- I mean, it's just. There's nothing. I, there's one thing. I, I don't want to feel sad over a CGI animal. Damn it. I hate it. it. It's like number five alive all over again. But apparently you do. I do. And so, uh, yeah, that Even got me. Even animals that you have no connection to. I mean, it's just seeing <laughs> suffering really bothers me. Is it I guess. a real animal or is it like in a... real life? No, it's a make believe. And even that hits you. Hard. Yeah, okay. yeah. Just well, they do such a great job of showing suffering, and uh, so that gets you emotionally into it to a certain degree. But ultimately, you know, I was just so lost with all the stuff going on back and forth, and some things happen so quickly. And if you're not well versed in the universe, uh, like if you drop me right in the middle of the Harry Potter stuff without even any knowledge of it, it would suck to go through that and not understand what's happening. So I feel like, yeah, you're at a loss here if you're not watching the first Fantastic Beast movie. Did it make you want to go back and watch it? No. Okay, so it wasn't good enough that made you want to follow the story. No, not at all. Not not for me. I, I, I could see, obviously, listen, if you're a fan of this stuff, you've already seen the movie, I think, clearly. Uh, but if you've never dipped your toe into it, this is not that movie that you should be doing that with. But you had dipped your toe into it, just not in this particular... This is a prequel, right? Because uh, isn't Dumbledore a character in the Harry Potter yes, as an older yes, gentleman? Yes, so it has yeah, to yeah, be. Yeah, you are right? you are correct. I, I think you are correct there. But even still, uh, it's just uh, it just was it was sort of a drag for me, and uh, I did not enjoy it. All because of the animal at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, that was a bad setting. If you start out with that animal, doesn't matter what at the beginning of something, I'm out, man. It's why You've Big J won't me. watch Yellowstone. It is why uh, he doesn't like the secrets of Dumbledore. Now let's see. Let's be. That was the wife. She was very upset, and and I was as well at the first episode of Yellowstone. I mean, like I could skip that part and probably you know move along. Um, but yeah, I don't like starting out that way for sure. But you you said on the right. But you don't want to watch Yellowstone, correct? Yeah, I don't want to get involved in that now. Now I'll why? wait eight years from now yeah. and then watch every episode yeah. in about three months, and then I'll want to go back to Montana or wherever <laughs> the hell Yellowstone takes place. He'll Hawaii Five O this in like eight years, yeah. and he'll think it's the best thing ever. We're literally two years away from Big J finally watching Breaking Bad and discovering how great it is. No, see, it's Morning not just after. me. That's the wife. I got to get the wife involved. With Nick and Big J. Yeah, good luck. Well, her best friend will watch it eventually and recommend it to her. We will see what's going on inside the TDS Fiber Traffic Center here in just a second. Like now. Big J. 
I love this story, and I gotta admit, I think I'd be among them. There's a new survey that asks, what would you do if you found out that you won a ton of money in the lottery? And an overwhelming majority of us, 83%, said they wouldn't tell a single soul. None of you mother scratchers would know a damn thing about it if anybody that you knew won the lottery. Because they're worried about people wanting a piece of it. You understand? Oh, sure. We trust nobody. Now, it wasn't exactly a large sample size. They talked to about 2,100 people commissioned by the Pennsylvania Lottery Board and found out that 10% say, you know what, depending on the amount of money, but anything over a million dollars, I'm quitting my job immediately. 60% say that uh, they probably would do a slow burn at their job, meaning about six to eight months after they won a serious amount of money, then they would uh, leave their job so that their former co-workers would not become suspicious of them suddenly coming into a bunch of money. Big majority, 88%, say we donate some of the winnings, so that's nice, right, Big J? Yeah. 2% say they actually leave their significant other if they won. That seems dark and awful. As for what they'd buy if they won the lottery, the most popular thing named would be... Paying a off, new house. Yeah, paying off their house or buying a new one. Uh, a trip came in second. New car came in third. The top five things named to do after winning would be one travel, pay off debt, become an artist, whatever that means, write a book, and play video games full time. Boy, do we have the bar set high, everybody. Damn, what a bunch of losers. That's why they don't have any money. Yeah, yeah, probably. But you know what? There are plenty of lottery winners out there that will tell you it's the worst thing that could ever happen to you. Yeah, so I would not quit. Uh, you have said that multiple times. Yeah. Uh, you would not quit. Would you start making some demands? No. I.e., would you, like, stop doing the morning show because you no longer have to get up this early? No. You enjoy no, 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 no. the schedule. I don't enjoy it, but I feel like uh, too many people are counting on me. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you'd stick around. Would you let the world know that you were a lottery winner? I wouldn't have a choice. How's that? Well, here in the state of Idaho, you don't you don't get to be anonymous. No, that that is true. But again, it, it's it's only a news story if you make it. What I'm saying is, would you volunteer that information? <laughs> this to is people? this is one of those crazy things that uh, conversations I've had with a wife. I'm like, listen, don't wait. The longer you wait, especially if it's a big number, if it's a big number, the longer you wait, the bigger the deal is. If you get it out of the way right away, people will be shocked. Oh, hey, we got our winner ready. Move along. No, nothing to see here with the way the people's uh, attention span is. Uh huh. That would be the way to go. But, yeah, I wouldn't go around announcing it to everyone. But here's the thing. I would because I, I work uh, on a radio show. Right. It would now so, become part of your persona. Yeah, I mean, and J. then I would eventually buy this radio station and fire everyone. <laughs> no, nah, I wouldn't fire anybody. I'd give everybody raises. <laughs> Just this one, though, not the other three? Well, Are it depends on the deal I can All get. Right, okay. I bet you get a pretty good one. The Tampa Bay Lightning defeated the New York Rangers 4-1 last night at home to even the NHL's Eastern Conference Finals at two games apiece. Rangers didn't even score until about three minutes left in the game. The two-time defending Stanley Cup champion have come back to the series after falling behind 2-0. Game 5 is Thursday night in New York again. Colorado just waiting to see what happens here. I, I, I thought last night, I mean, I was scrolling through some channels. Uh, I was using a, a preview of YouTube TV, right? So I saw when the channels landed on it, and it was the uh, basketball game. It was the Warriors and the Celtics. I thought this was another game. No. They re-ran it. Well, of course. 
And I'm like, I looked this morning. I'm like, well, there's wait, no were score. you watching on like NBA TV? You I don't know been, what it was. It I don't, I don't know what it was. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm here. I'm dedicating myself to watching a quarter of basketball, and, uh, and then passed it by. We watched, finished out watching uh, someone feed Phil, and then uh, this morning I'm looking at the first score. There's no score, and I'm like, there was no game last there's night. There's not a game until tonight. Boy, what an idiot. Well, uh, you, you got your fingers on the pulse of all things sports. You'd pick no, it up eventually. I, I don't. Uh, do you have any interest in the Madonna biopic, Big J? Not anymore. I mean, at one point, I was a big Madonna fan. But, but what happened? I became an adult. After Ray of Light came out, you lost interest in her techno face? Sure, yes. Uh, Variety is reporting that uh, Ozark and Inventing Anna actress Julia Garner has been offered the lead in the film. Uh, the interesting part to me is the film will be directed by Madonna herself who has never directed anything and is telling the story of her? I mean, this has to be unprecedented, right? Now, first of all, we're certainly not going to get an unbiased look at the life of Madonna if we're watching the Madonna biopic directed by Wait, Madonna. Wait, who wants that gig? Who wants to be Madonna directed by Madonna? That's a great question. I mean, I like, I love Julia Garner. I think she's fantastic in Ozark and wonderful at everything that she does. But uh, it is a very strange working environment, I think, to go into to try to make a movie made by the movie of the person that you're trying to be in it it seems like it's going to i mean this could either be a complete garbage fire or it could be something that's very interesting i'm not sure which but i'm leaning towards bad but it's happening whether we like it or not big j so head to the theater soon double dare on 100.3 vx rocks all right kids it's time to give away some money, or at least attempt to. We were lucky enough to knock that out of the park yesterday. We certainly would like to continue that streak today, and so we welcome on Caller X. His name is Chris. Hey, good morning, Chris. How you doing? Good, man. How about you? We're doing all right. We'd like you to walk away with as much money as possible. That's going to depend on your spelling skills, because today's category is what, Big J? Spelling bee, bro. Yep, we're taking you back to elementary school, and we're going to ask you to spell some sometimes confusing and difficult words, but hopefully it's pretty easy for you. How would you rate your spelling skills, Chris? Oh, fairly good. All right, man. Then uh, maybe, just maybe, the sky's the limit here. Uh, we're going to do this like the spelling bee if you want. Uh, Big J's going to give you the word, and then if you need one of us to use it in a sentence, let us know. But we would like you to try to spell as quickly as possible if it's at all uh, worried, and Big J will check your spelling, all right? All right, sounds good. Good luck. Yeah, just to be note, I have this proper spelling in front of me. That's right. Okay. So here's your first word. Weird. This category is weird. W-E-I-R-D. That is correct. Good job. Right. Chris, that is $50 in your pocket. Would you like to take that and walk away, or would you like to put it on the line for a chance to spell a more difficult question? Let's do one more. Okay. All right. Asthma. As a kid, I had asthma. Uh, A-S-T-H-M-A. Hey! There you go. Nice. Right. That is $100 in your pocket, Chris. Would you like to go for the whole shebang and the $200 question, it being the most difficult word to spell, or do you want to walk away with $100? God. Uh, uh, I think I'm going to walk away, dude. That's all right, man. Walk away. Spelling ain't easy. Uh, and Big J made a Def Leppard reference from if the movie. If you want to. <laughs> 
last American. Uh, good job, man. Uh, you got $100. Uh, that is yours. Final decision there, Chris? Yes, unfortunately. I, I, I screwed up a couple of years ago on the last question. That's all right. Discard <laughs> uh, by it. Lessons oh have been learned. So this is $100 in your pocket, guaranteed. Would you like to know what the $200 word was? <laughs> yeah, I do. Okay. Champagne. Oh, gee, I could have done that. Me, me in the champagne room. Yeah, you would have gotten two hundred dollars. But listen, man, you're walking away with a hundred bucks. That ain't bad either. Congratulations, sir. Hang on one second. We'll get all your information and make sure you get that cash coming to you. The spelling bee will continue with words with Jason, Drew, and Adam later on today at twelve thirty and five thirty. Normally, after we do the segment, Nick will ask me the questions for the rest of the day. Today, don't he bother. Won't do that. Yep, don't no. bother. I, I know your strengths and weaknesses. I have no. I know you have no interest in spelling words. <laughs> Morning after with Nick and Big J, we're coming back with we're going to hell. It's next on the X Rocks. Rocks. I present to you one of our most Florida stories in the history of we're going to hell, Big J. And it is hot off the presses, baby. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It just happened uh, yesterday early morning, about uh, 2 o'clock in the morning uh, on Tuesday in Northport, Florida. And uh, it is a situation that really can, I suppose, maybe happen a lot of places, but this feels very Florida for me. First of all, it's a story that happens at 2 o'clock in the morning outside of a place called the Warm Mineral Springs Motel. In North Point, Florida. Sounds wonderful. So already probably not a great amount of things happening at 2 o'clock in the morning outside some shady motel in a town you never heard of in Florida. Agree or disagree? Agreed. But according to the reports, a 49-year-old man told authorities he was just going for a walk, man. Wanted to stretch his legs a little bit at 2 o'clock in the morning. And you know, Big J, it's not exactly well lit around that time of night, you know? No. And so he's walking around outside doing whatever he's doing, taking a walk around the properties he said he was. And that's when he saw a dark figure moving along the bushes near the path that was right outside the motel. And he was like, you know what, man? That looks like a dog with a really long leash. I'll be fine. Nothing to worry about. So he didn't even move out of the way. He's like, what's that dog going to do? Bite me? Well, Big Jay, it wasn't a dog. Coming for this gentleman at 2 o'clock in the morning outside the motel was, any guesses? I mean, we're Florida. I'm going to go, uh, 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 an alligator? 100%. Right. Correct. Man, it was a 7-foot-1 alligator that was... 7-foot-1? Moving fastly towards this gentleman. By the time it's he giant. said he knew it was an alligator, it was too late. The alligator had clamped on to his right leg. He said, quote, it was holding on, pulling his muscle and tissue from his leg. And then, as he said, tried to get away, he definitely felt the alligator take a gigantic chunk out of his right leg. The man was able to crawl to help and find a deputy, apparently while the alligator was busy eating his flesh. He was able to find a deputy who was in the area for a separate call. Deputies called EMS who responded, took the man to a hospital. The sergeant with the sheriff's office was able to capture the alligator, which was later taken from the scene by an alligator trapper. But it was a gigantic alligator that they said definitely took a big old chunk out of this dude's leg. Now, I don't want to concern you, but we could have a real situation happening here. It's like Dominion in real life. (laughs) Because, believe it or not, 
We haven't had an alligator-related incident in Florida since 2019. Now, the pandemic played a big part in that, clearly. But there hasn't been specifically a deadly gator attack. Nobody has died thanks to an alligator since 2019. Well, that may have changed last week, as they are still investigating, but they do believe that somebody, a 47-year-old man in Largo, uh, was believed to have been attacked by an alligator and killed. And now we have an alligator just running up on somebody and taking a chunk out of their leg. So this could be the beginning of the alligator uprising. Just a heads up. Rise of the gators. We're talking about Lake Placid times two here, everybody. Without the swearing Betty White this time. Rest in peace. So... Mind your P's and Q's, watch out. And by the way, if you're in Florida and it's 2 o'clock in the morning and you see something coming towards you, automatically admit, uh, think that it's something terrible that wants to hurt you, right? Yeah. Like, don't think it's just a little dog with a big old leash. You have to think, I'm in Florida, I'm in the middle of nowhere, that's an alligator, I need to run now. Because you don't want that thing to do the death roll on you, you understand? Well, I mean, you know, I don't know if it works the same um, on land. Well, I'm guessing if they got a hold of you and those jaws are clamped shut, you're going for a ride no matter where you are. You may not drown. It just may be spin you around on dirt and toss you around like a ragdoll for a little while while it tries to rip your leg from your body or arm, whichever appendage it happens to get a hold of. My point is you do not want any part of you in an alligator's jaw. No doubt. So watch out, Florida. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Big J, marijuana, you've heard of it, yes? Oh yeah, of course. You're zooted all the time. Chiba Hawk. But if you smoke marijuana regularly, you need to know that things probably aren't going as well as you think they're going in your relationship. What? This according to Rutgers University. Uh, And they spent the last seven months studying about 1,450 couples that at least one person in that couple regularly smokes marijuana. And while they found zero health concerns, which probably shouldn't shock anybody, one of the things that happens with uh, marijuana is uh, it can tend to dull the edges a little bit. You understand what I'm saying, Big J? Well, yeah. It's difficult for people that are high to pick up on some sort of hmm, anger, disappointment, or stress levels of their partner. Now, here's where it really starts to get bad. If both people are habitual hair marijuana smokers, everybody is, you know, it's like mutually assured destruction. Everybody's on the same page, usually. But when one person in the couple smokes marijuana and the other one doesn't, that's usually where the problems pop up. In fact, they found that 98% of the couples where only one person smokes marijuana, the other person is more critical of their partner and they they realize their partner has no idea how unhappy that they are. Usually it's how they respond to in a stressful situation and how they resolve arguments or they're, uh, they're not willing to compromise with things and so they find that frustrating. Now, none of this is a symptom of marijuana per se, but it is interesting that you can be in whether you know both people smoke then they're both okay. If one person doesn't, then it starts to become an issue, but it is interesting and I think that's probably one of the reasons why. <laughs> Uh, marijuana can be popular from time to time is because it does uh, dull those senses a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, you tire of the blah, 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 do this, do that, you know? Sure. Smoke a J. Sure. 
And apparently that will help things, although it does not help your relationship. It just helps you, the person that is getting high, uh, avoid those topics of discussion, which probably just makes your other person in the relationship even more upset, just in case you're curious. So uh, not a great relationship booster, I should say. Uh, But again, if, if everybody's on the same page, you're all right. Big J, uh, just to give you an idea how much baseball is a team sport, the Los Angeles Angels probably have the two best players in baseball currently. Name them, please. Uh, uh, um, Hatani? What? Hideki Hatani? What? No, Otani, I believe, is the last name that you're looking okay. for. Okay, well, his that's name close. And then uh, that uh, Trout guy. Yep. Uh, They certainly, I think by all indications, have uh, two of the best players in baseball, no doubt. Certainly one of the best, the best two-way player and the best hitter in baseball. But that has not helped them at all. As a matter of fact, the Angels had lost 12 games in a row when they decided to fire Joe Madden yesterday. Of course, Joe Madden, one of the better managers in baseball, led the Tampa Bay Rays to a bunch of playoff berths, led the Chicago Cubs to a World Series championship. He's been in Anaheim for the last three years, but has not been able to turn that team around. Uh, And they were in the middle of a 12-game losing streak when he got fired yesterday. They went on to lose again yesterday, so now they've tied a franchise record with 13 in a row, but... Madden is no longer part of the team. He had a 130 and 48 record with the Angels since he was hired. Uh, Phil Nevin, you may remember the name. He was a longtime Philly. He'll be taking over for the management uh, of the team. He was the third pace coach in the meantime. Of course, uh, Madden now goes on. He did some television. Maybe he'll go back to that. He is a three time manager of the year in baseball. I'm guessing he probably won't be out of work long. Uh, the Lightning beat the Rangers 4-1 to last night in hockey. They evened up the series at two games apiece. Game 5 Thursday night in New York. And did you see, Big J, about 30 minutes ago, maybe 35 minutes ago, the teaser trailer was released for the Munsters. Did you happen to catch Rob Zombie's latest? Your I thoughts, did. please. Uh, what's going on? Well, I mean, what did it's you like, expect, I, I guess? I, but I, I mean, there's no, like... What's the story? There's What's nothing. going on? I mean, it was very, it seemed very classic. Yes. And um, and then it ends with that question pretty much like, hey, what do we do now? Yeah, I, I don't know what that means, uh, but it just, it certainly gave you a better look at some of the characters, both in black and white and in color. And uh, it just says coming in 2022. I believe it's on Peacock, right? Although there is nothing attached to that either. I thought they had reached a deal with Peacock. I could be wrong on that, but... If you're interested, the trailer, uh, the teaser, I'm going to call it that. It certainly is that. There's zero details to anything in the movie, but it's out there now if you want your first look at Rob Zombie's The Munsters. It, uh, interesting should be a word that's thrown around a lot. I don't know how good it's going to be, but it's there. It's a thing. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Let's get you set up with some tickets to the Notfest Roadshow, which is happening Saturday at the Ford Idaho Center Arena. Uh, not coming to town, along with Cypress Hill and Horror. Going to be a great night. We'll get you set up with those tickets and qualified for the Chapel Town Rag VIP package, which is amazing. You get your own uh, very signature mask. Uh, you get uh, multiple interactive photo opportunities and photo booths happening there, a little museum. Uh, very cool prize here. You just need to beat Nick in Pop Culture Smackdown. Here's our phone number 208-287-1003 That's the number that you need to call if you'd like to play. And you have to answer some pop culture questions correctly in order to do so. Let's get ourselves a contestant. Hello, The X. Good morning, man. What's your name? 
Jesse. All right, Jesse, you're up first. Good luck. What metal band sued Napster in the year 2000? Metallica. Right. Metallica is right. Uh, Nick, mm-hmm. what does the R stand for on the rating of a movie? What does it mean? Restricted? Restricted is correct. Right. Good job. What is a study of stars, planets, and galaxies called? Astronomy. Bingo. Right. Got you there. Uh, let's see, Nick. What famous athlete said practice? We're out here talking about practice? Not the game that he dies for. Practice, right? Yes. Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson. Right. Carl, Carl Urban stars as Billy Butcher in this Amazon series about superheroes. The boys. Right. The boys. There you go. Uh, Nick, what was the first non-English language film to win Best Picture at the Oscars? Non-English language film. Um, hmm. I mean, I have an answer, and I know that it's a non-English film, but I'm wondering if it's the first one. I'm also wondering if the artist counts considering it's silent. I'm going to say Parasite. Parasite's right. Right. Good job. What's the term used to describe food that is prepared according to the Jewish dietary laws? Kosher. Kosher is right. Right. Uh, Nick Urban's, uh, Carl Urban stepped into this comic book role, which previously was played by Sylvester Stallone. Uh, Judge Dredd. Judge Dredd. And you've run the gamut, right. sir. Yeah, it feels good, Jesse. How does it feel to uh, go the whole eight seconds in the rodeo, my friend? Awesome. Pretty good. Good job. We're going to hook you up yeah. with those Slipknot tickets as well as get you qualified for that VIP package. That's how it works. We're going to draw that VIP winners tomorrow, as a matter of fact. So got a couple more chances to get in and get qualified, including later on today with some bad impressions. We're going to come back with some headlines. They're next on the X Rocks. Here's the facts. It's time for headlines on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by Dr. Pepper Dark Berry. Enter to win $2,500 American dollars. Log on to the sweepstakesyoudeserve.com. That's presented by Dr. Pepper Dark Berry. No purchase necessary. All you have to do is see the rules at the sweepstakesyoudeserve.com. Check it out for yourself and win some cash. Headlines are as follows. Big J, Joe's apartment. Which witch is which? And guac in a hard place. This is Joe's apartment. The courthouse in Albany, New York, Big J, turned into a real moach motel on Tuesday when somebody opened up a plastic container and released live cockroaches in the courthouse. The incident occurred during the arraignment of four defendants who had previously been arrested at the state capitol while protesting rent issues. More than two dozen supporters attended the hearing and started shouting. At one point, somebody opened up a container and dumped a bunch of lettuce that was covered in hundreds of cockroaches on the floor. The courthouse was then evacuated and ultimately shut down so that exterminators could come in and get rid of the insects, but uh, they also arrested one person. You can't can't just dump a bunch of cockroaches everywhere, Big J. It's not okay. They were trying to express the living conditions they were living in, which is why they were protesting the rent increases. They're like, why should we have to pay for a ridiculous amount of money every month for an apartment that is covered in roaches? And this was their way of trying to describe it. But uh, people don't like roaches being dropped in their you know, place of work. And I understand. But uh, you ever live in a roach-infested place no. in your life? No. Uh, I never did either, but I, you know, I'm sure at some point in your life you've come across a cockroach, right? Yeah, of course. And uh, how do you react to cockroaches? Yeah, squash. Not a fan. Uh, do they give you the heebie-jeebies? Yes, the heebie-jeebies. They give you the heebie-jeebies too. The only time I ever saw one, like in my actual 
place was Florida. When I lived in Florida, probably one of the many reasons why I hate it. And they make them big there, I guess is my point. The cockroaches are gigantic. It's gross. <sighs> which which is which or guac in a hard place? Guac in a hard place. Police in Santa Barbara pulled over a driver they suspected of grand theft. Open up the trunk of the car to find out. Yep. It was filled with a bunch of stolen avocados, Big J. The officer suspected that they were stolen because he had earlier seen him walking into a car carrying a headlamp and a bucket of avocados. The owner Weird. of a nearby ranch told police that they think that this gentleman had been grolling onto his property and stealing a bunch of avocados without permission to harvest them. So they arrested the 44-year-old on suspicion of grand theft of fruit. They also found a meth pipe in his car, which added an additional judge charge. I didn't know that, you know, meth heads were into guacamole. But I guess everybody likes guacamole, I thought they right? didn't even eat. Uh, avocados have been returned to the owner of the ranch, so they're in their rightful owners. And now they'll become guacamole in somebody else's restaurant. But yeah, don't steal from orchards, guys. That ain't cool. That fruit ain't free. You understand what I'm telling you? Unless you're the tree. Pay to get in on it. I don't think the tree's paying for that at all. Wrap it up with which witch is which. A man in Salem, Massachusetts allegedly covered a bewitched statue with red paint. The report was made Monday afternoon when witnesses called police saying they saw a man spray painting the bronze statue. The star of the show was, of course, Elizabeth Montgomery, Big J. I don't need to remind you of that. Uh, but they have the actress from Bewitched riding a broomstick. Why they decided to put it in Salem seems dark. No, I've been there. Got it, pictures in front of it. Is the show set in Salem, Massachusetts? Or is it just a witch uh, connection it, that they're I trying to make? I think it's the witch connection. That's what makes but... it weird. Is it a cool statue? Yeah, Does yeah. Does it look like Elizabeth Montgomery, or is it a bad mm. representation? I, I mean, if you looked at me like, name that lady, you probably wouldn't <laughs> be able to. Uh, and so somebody spray painted it. That's messed up, man. That's a it's a beautiful little area right there where that um, where that statue is too. They were able to capture the dude that did it, but he wasn't able to give them any reasons why he decided to deface the statue I, because it seems like a weird choice to make. I wonder what time it happened because that place is hopping. Yeah, all I don't day know. Long. I don't know. Well, I mean, they have witnesses saying that he did it, so he. It's not like he did it in the middle where nobody people protected, bewitched. I guess not. I guess jump right in front of that damn thing. You wanted to take spray paint in the face? Yeah. Well, you must be a real fan of that movie. For art! Now, is it the, the, the Will Ferrell movie that you're a fan of, or is it more the actual show? Uh, I didn't mind the movie, but I, it's not like I've visited it in uh, many, 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 many years. I never so. saw it. I don't remember who played, the who was the Elizabeth Montgomery part <laughs> in that. I don't remember. You don't remember? I thought it you literally, said that. It's been many, many, many years. Let me try to think. I know it was Will Ferrell. Was it Nicole Kidman? Is that who it they seems, attacked? Yeah, it does seem like... See, uh, Give me a second and I remember that bleep. You remember everything, man. Morning After with Nick and PJ. It is Nicole Kidman. There's your headlines. That's Three Days Grace. That is Lifetime here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Let's talk about getting better, Big J. Yeah, and uh, that's just it. Getting better. Men's Health recently published a list of 30 excuses that guys use to stay away from therapy, Nick. And uh, for whatever reason, it's just uh, it's kind of crazy what, what these uh, get up to. We'll, we'll start out with number 10 here is uh, sitting in a room to delve into your own muck seems like it just gets you covered in muck. Uh, I went, but the therapist just sat there and didn't say anything. Uh, I have CBD for that. Uh, plus, uh, eight, eight, eight people said I have vodka for that. Uh, six, I have a spouse partner for that. Five, they're going to sit there and judge me. I'm not paying for that. Four, going to therapy means I'm weak. 
Three, I can't do therapy. I'm the guy who's supposed to have my bleep together. Two, okay, fine. Maybe something's kind of broken, but therapy can't fix me. Number one, there's nothing wrong with me. Yeah, uh, there is, listen, there's no shortage of excuses that we can come up with if it's something that we don't want to do. Uh, listen, I was in that camp for years, man. I was, I wouldn't yeah, say I was. I mean, we, all of us Yeah, were. anti-therapy, but I was of the idea that, listen, I'm the one that's supposed to be holding it all together was certainly something that I've told myself several times. Also, the idea that, like, I was I was really convinced that if I had a problem, I was able to talk about it. And as I've discovered through therapy, that couldn't be further from the truth. One of the things I have a real issue with and have forever is been actually and honestly verbalizing my emotions and what I'm going through and things that I'm dealing with and stress that I'm having and anxiety that is going through. I, I, I tend to internalize all of that stuff. And so that's how I handled it. And I thought I was handling it well. The truth of the matter was I was not. And it, you know, it's, it's a journey that I continue to be on. But I, I know exactly all of these excuses because it's the same bleep I told myself for years and years and years. Yeah. And I mean, a huge part of therapy is, is, is just the therapist giving you tools to, 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 to discover things about yourself. Right. And that can only make you a stronger person. It can only build strength. And that's the thing I think, that's the positivity that, that people need to look at therapy for is that uh, you're not there trying to fix something that's broken necessarily, as opposed to trying to build upon what you have there and learning about yourself and becoming more at peace with uh, some of the stuff that maybe you're afraid of or maybe that bothers you. Those sort of things, uh, that discovery is super important to becoming a better person. And and the reality of the situation is, unless you've been to therapy and actually done a little bit of it, you have no idea what it is. Because we both grew up at the same time. And let's be honest, man, the, the impact that popular culture has had on therapy has been incredibly terrible, especially for male people out there you know every show that we watched growing up the psychologist was was uh, basically painted as a shrink or somebody that you had to overcome in order to get to the job that you needed to do or get back on the streets or whatever the case lethal may weapon. be right okay? lethal weapon right. it's it's some awful person trying to prevent you from doing your job and you have to trick them into thinking that you're okay is the whole premise behind every therapeutic kind of session in any kind of pop culture that we watched and so whether you like it or not that leaves an imprint on you and how you perceive that particular profession to be and it's important that you get over that hurdle first of all and then secondly enter with an open mind and if you do you're going to get better it's going to take a lot of work it's going to take a lot of time it's going to take a lot of effort but uh it's worth it i still have work to do but i feel like i'm a better person than it was when i started therapy that's yeah sure. uh, me me too so uh, i'm totally there with you and I don't know. I guess we just ended up coming into terrible things at the same time. <laughs> to, yeah, and that shows that we need a little extra help, and and um, we both see eye to eye on that, which is kind of weird. It is weird, but it's also you know I I, t I say this all the time, but I I wish it wouldn't have taken the type of crap that I had to go through in order for me to yeah. finally break down that wall and go, you know what, dummy, you don't know as much as you think you do, and it's time for you to figure some bleep out. And it wasn't an easy place to get to, and I. I regret that I had to go through the stuff that I had to go through to get there, but I am happy with the strides that I'm taking because I have reached that point. I just wish I wasn't so steadfast and put up and, and fought my own self in this particular way. It was just, it was a dumb battle to fight and I fought it for too long and now I'm paying the consequences for that and still dealing with it. But trust us when we say 
it, it doesn't make you weak. It's not as bad as you think it is. It's not as judgmental as you think it is. And these are all tools and people and processes to help you hopefully get better. And it's something that we all should be happy that we actually took the step to do. And there's nothing wrong with it. Agree or disagree? Absolutely. Mental health is a real thing. And it's something that you really need to take care of. And I know you're tough. And I know that you're a badass. But it doesn't take any of that stuff away if you decide that maybe just maybe you need a little bit of health done helped on this journey yeah and to me if you if you really are that tough you want to add things to your repertoire you want to add things to your toolbox those sort of things are only going to come from self uh, reflection and so one way to really do that is therapy yeah the excuses for not to do something will always be there and they will always change and they will always come much much easier than the reason to actually make yourself better and do it and it takes a really strong person i think to overcome the negativity and the excuses and still try to do that kind of stuff and so for those of you doing it you have my appreciation and my respect and for those of you that are thinking about it it would be smart if you did uh there's nothing wrong with a little bit of help along the way morning after with nick and big j we have got some bad impressions those are happening next on the x rocks Treasure Valley Subaru. Oh, by the way, uh, Bad Impressions brought to you by Treasure Valley Subaru. Easy in, easy out location next to the Idaho Center exit off the freeway. And we have tickets to the Knotfest Roadshow happening Saturday. Slipknot. Cypress Hill and Horror going to be a great Saturday night out there at Fort Idaho Center. We'll get you also qualified for the Chapel Town Rag VIP upgrade. It's going to be very cool. You just need to figure out Bad Impressions here this morning. Let me give you our phone number. It's 208-287-1003. It's a number you need to call if you'd like to play Bad Impressions, which works like this. Big J has three clues. It all revolves around somebody pretty famous. Figure out who that famous person is in three clues or less, and Slipknot tickets are yours, and you're qualified for this VIP package. Good morning, the X. Hey, this is Matt. All right, Matt, you're up first. Good luck to you, sir. Listen up, jabronis. I get to be the anti-hero of the DC Universe. Next one. I bulked up big time in the Iron Paradise for this role. Okay, next one. Can you smell what I'm cooking? Um. The why the the Secret Six? Secret Six. No. What? Looking you're for very, a particular person. You're very confused. Ah, uh, Superman? Superman, Big J? No, 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 not a character. This is a real person, an actor. Oh, you got me. Anything? You can't smell what I'm cooking? Frank Grillo? No, no, it's not. Not, not Frank, Frank Grillo. Sorry, sir. You tried. Whoa, Hello, he's going to kick X. himself later. Yeah, I mean, this is good at least once a week for bad impressions. Hello, the X. Hello. Hey, did you hear Big J's clues or... Yes, I did. It's uh, The Rock. Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. That is right. Hang on one second, man. We'll hook you up with those Slipknot tickets as well as those uh, possible VIP passes. Why is The Rock in the news? Well, hey, a lot of trailers rolling around out there today. One of them is Black Adam. So we finally have our first look at Black Adam in the DC Universe. Uh, He keeps saying uh, there's a new hierarchy in the DC Universe. I don't know. Is that a rock thing or is that like the official tagline for the movie? I don't know. I don't know, but uh, it's out there now. You can take a look at it. You'll see it everywhere, I'm sure. Uh, And I'm like, I don't know. 
Oh, what's what happened? All of a sudden, it just it's so CGI heavy, and it just some of it didn't look that great. Now, a lot of times that happens in trailers, and then I see it during during the movie, the big screen, and it's fine. But I um, I'm very hesitant here. Well, listen, I don't know anything about Black Cat. The world of comic book movies are pretty much all CGI driven. You understand that, right? Yeah, but some do them well and mix them properly with practical effects, and others don't. DC is one of those that doesn't seem to want to spend the money to do it right. Yeah, well, listen, I think everybody's having their problems during the pandemic as well. I mean, there are plenty of things that are going on in the Marvel Universe that doesn't look that great. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, the character, uh, the, all I know is it's attached to Shazam, really. The Black Adam world. And, of course, Black Adam is a character that pops up a lot in the DC comics. But as far as, like, the cinematic side of things... Shazam is the only way that I can see it tied in right now, unless they do something else. And you enjoyed Shazam, right? Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Uh, but uh, no, this seems like it's a, a different, obviously a much more serious uh, situation. And uh, there's a little explanation of who Black Adam is in, in the trailer as well. So check it out for yourself. See if it's worth your time. I'm sure it'll do just fine at the box office. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We'll wrap up the show here next on the X Rocks. <laughs> That is Ghost, and that wraps up the morning after with Nick and Big J on this Wednesday morning. Hey, guys, thanks for hanging out with us. We appreciate it. Big J said hard pass on The Secrets of Dumbledore. He did not like the second movie in the process because he's picking the story up in the middle, Big J. At the end. Tough. No, at the end. What? It's over? It's the third. Yeah, that's the you third. You said there was second this morning. <clears throat> I didn't know. But how am I supposed to know? Well, usually you do look up information on these movies. I care not to. <laughs> uh, it was that bad? Or you just I, were that really, long? Yeah, I didn't really want to like did, it either. Now, see, I did, yeah, we, war- we warned you yesterday. When Big J knew what the movie was, there was a real chance he wasn't going to really put in much of an hey, effort. Listen, I got watched that. it. Uh, I believe you. I believe you. I believe that you watched it. I also believe that you didn't like it. So he did say skip it. Keep that in mind. We talked to you about the alligator uprising today, believe it or not, something that you may want to be worried about. Rise of the Gators. And we also gave away $100 in the X-Rock Double Dare, which felt good to give away money for the second day in a row. Spelling Bee continues throughout the day today, 12.30 and 5.30. A reminder also that if you're looking to win some money, enter to win $2,500. Log on to the sweepstakesyoudeserve.com presented by Dr. Pepper Dark Berry. No purchase necessary. See the rules at the sweepstakes you deserve. Com. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. Hey, if you like Girl Scout cookies, uh, something cool Jack in the Box is doing, Girl Scout Adventurefuls Caramel Brownie Shake. Jesus, what does that mean? So uh, they're taking uh, the uh, delicious caramel brownie uh, shake uh, inspired by the Girl Scout uh, cookies and uh, throwing something delicious up your way for the summer at uh, locations, participating locations nationwide. Girl Scout cookies that have caramel brownies? Uh, no, uh, but I think they're inspired <laughs> by the one of the one of the cookies. Which cookie? I don't know. It doesn't say. Oh, well, I mean, that's weird, right? Yeah. A cookie that we cannot identify is the flavor that they have chosen. I mean, there's like Thin Mints. They could do that one. I guess it's it's topped off with Girl Scout Adventurefuls cookie. So that must be okay. one of the newer cookies. There's the connection. That's why. I mean, they're just sprinkling it on top like a garnish. So check it out if you're interested. Garnish will, me. Will you order one, Big J? No. No. Oh, I thought you talked about things you were interested in. How about we remind you that Nikki Glazier is coming to the Rev Center. That is happening tomorrow night. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Uh, check them out. Great seats just released. So uh, go see some comedy tomorrow night at the Rev Center. Morning After with Nick and Big J. That's it for us. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a good one. CX rocks. <laughs> 
The Morning After podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, idahoadvocates.com.